Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Doctor's Notes podcast by Docs Castle Media, a podcast I created to share the notes of one of my favorite reality shows ever, Big Brother USA. I'm your host, Doc, and I'm here to talk BP perspective from Doc's point of view. So here we go. All right, so this episode is an HOH competition. We're back. So last episode, we talked about that um, this was the pressure cooker. We were in the middle of the pressure cooker. We know who was going to win. Um, I gave y'all up to in the middle of what was the competition. And um, I think it was like nine hours in when I was talking about the competition. But now, um, on last night's episode, we actually saw who won. Because it was the HOH competition. <laughs> and... Um, Let's discuss. Let's discuss, everyone. Let's discuss. Cameron is our winner of this episode's HOH competition. <sighs> Most of the show was literally the pressure cooker competition. But um, we did see some dialogue and things happen within the show um, that could play a part in why Cameron set certain people up on the block this week. But first, I want to talk about the competition. So, the pressure cooker competition was hosted by Kaser. Again, I mentioned this before. And um, basically, um, we saw the diary rooms during the competition as they were playing. Um, We saw who was the first person out. Of the competition within like an hour. And we saw how long the competition was. Compared to uh, the last time that he played the pressure cooker competition. Which was in season 6. This season. Did we break the record for season 6 pressure cooker competition? No. And it's sad because it was literally by a few minutes. That we could have beat the record. For the pressure cooker. The record is um, 13 hours and 53 minutes. That's what was. um, That's how long they stood in season 6. And this season. They stood for 13 hours and 49 minutes. Which sucks. Because they were so close. Literally like 3 minutes away. From winning. Or breaking a record. From the first time they played the pressure cooker. Oh, Lord have mercy. That I still applaud all those that have stood that long. Cameron, who won the HOH competition, I applaud him and I applaud America, who came in second place, for standing for that long. Because this definitely was, is the endurance comp, endurance comp, that I would say they're going to have this season. If it comes to any other endurance comp, um, this one is going to be the hardest one to beat, and I commend them for making it 13 hours just standing there. Basically, the rules was they had to stand there and hold the button. You couldn't let the button go. You couldn't squat and you couldn't kneel. Like that—that's really hard, and they really did that. Like the challenges that they. The players face in this competition had to do with this 
the the ultimate standing first of all they had a snake pit in the middle of the room there was it was dark in the room so you didn't even know for sure if the snakes would stay inside that snake pit i mean it was uncovered and if it's dark and snakes is crawling out of course you're gonna be scared of that that's a challenge right there there are bugs they had flies flying around in the room that's bugging them the music played consistently it was the same song that played over and over and over again that was the challenge and then they constantly complained about the temperature it was really really cold in there I can only imagine that, man. Like, I'm I'm freezing, and I got to stand, and I got to have these bugs and snakes in this room with me with this terrible song that is playing constantly. And then I can't sit down. People were falling asleep standing up. It was a, a journey. It really was a journey. But it literally, we watched it for most of the episode. And thank goodness that they did sprinkle in a little bit of the diary room sessions in there so that we could kind of know what's going on throughout the day before they went into this competition and throughout and, and after this competition. I think some of the diary rooms were after the competition as well. But most of what we saw in the diary rooms of this episode was literally the breakdown of alliances, which we talk about literally almost every episode of my podcast. Um, there is numerous and constant changing of alliances in the Big Brother house. Like, I don't even know how many times we're going to have to revisit this. Like, I feel like this is going to happen throughout the entire season. There's not no solid group. We're getting rid of people and the alliances keep switching and switching and switching. And literally in the show, Serene had a diary section session in the show explaining how she needed to roll the decks for her own daggone alliances like we do out here watching her play on all of these alliances. We need to roll the decks too. I wish she could write it out for all of us about all of these alliances that she's in. So, goodness, I just want to break down all of the new alliances this week or, yeah, this week, honestly, in this episode for for big brother let's start off with the winner of the hoh competition and how he has an alliance with red their alliance is called the chillers they're a final two alliance and i commend them we already knew that they were developing a final two alliance but they have a name it's called the chillers they're reigning supreme this week because cameron is the hoh and Red is comfortably sitting just being his right-hand man. I feel like this is a solid alliance. This is an alliance that we could see go a, you know, go a few days in the house. Because it's those two people there. It's a final two. Most of the final two alliances are solid. And uh, I want to speak on final two alliances. This might not be a final two but there is another two-person alliance in the house that has revealed itself in this episode, and it is America and Corey, who I was saying in previous episodes that it might not be a showmance that could develop in them, that this is something that CBS seems to be wanting to push. Um, a showmance this season with Blue and Jared and America and Corey, and it doesn't seem like these showmances are really genuine showmances, but... You know, we'll see as it plays on. I honestly was seeing that Corey, he is, you know, a little kid. He doesn't know how to flirt. And that's what 
America is complaining about when it comes to her showmates with Corey that she's developing it. He's not that much of a flirt. And what I was picking up on the Twitter feeds um, was the fact that I thought that Corey might not like America because of her age. But um, we are seeing something happen in the show. Like they're hanging with each other. I don't know if it's by default that because they are hanging with each other and they get along and speak to each other so well that they by default are becoming an alliance and a showmance like who's to say that they might continue this relationship outside of the house i don't know Corey's pretty young america's older and Corey is smart in the sense that he doesn't know for sure if he will want to mess with a murray that's murray wow mess with an older woman like america because he's mentioned that but yeah we see what's happening so that's their two personal lines like I said, it's not something that we can expect to go to the end. I'm not sure if Corey is going to take someone or solidify and say that America is going to the end. But America, in this episode, she kind of showing us that she is willing to take Corey far in this game with her strategy that I'm later going to speak about after I talk about these alliances. But let's go to the next alliance. The next alliance, which is multiple alliances, which is from Sari. Sari listed in this episode the multiple alliances that she is in in the big brother house and whoa is she in a fin lord have mercy like the bye bye bitches i don't even know even exist anymore because it didn't even it wasn't even mentioned in the episode so bye bye bitches is gone just like the professors is gone because of heisen so So lists three new alliances that she's in that could possibly been the bye-bye bitches too, you know? I don't even understand. But she names three alliances that she is in. The For Real For Real Alliance. Um, the Seven Deadly Sins Alliance. And the Legend 25 Alliance. Three alliances that has a mixture of mostly everyone inside of the Big Brother house. She lists them in the order of where she has her loyalty. And the top alliance that she is the most loyal to is the For Real For Real, for real, for real Alliance. <laughs> Members that are in this alliance. And it's been solidified. Because this is what I mentioned in the last episode when I was talking about my Twitter updates. The For Real For Real Alliance. Which I feel like this is going to be a real alliance that could go a little further. Depending if they don't turn on each other. They turn on each other so much, so quickly in this game. Who knows? But the members of the For Real For Real Alliance is Corey, America, Jared, Izzy, Felicia, Sari, and Mimi seven people in that alliance it's a big alliance somebody's gonna get dropped who's the bottom of the barrel in this alliance for sure i would say is mimi (laughs) then she has the seven deadly sins alliance which brings in blue and jag from and matt from the other side into felicia izzy and sheree's alliance then you have the Legend 25 alliance, which she lists is the most fake alliance that she's a part of because it's mainly because she doesn't have a any type of trust in three people that's in that alliance, which is Cam, Red, and Bowie. It's a fake alliance to basically vacate them 
in some type of way in the game because she's more loyal to the other two alliances that she has. Ultimately, what I think is the major alliance without a name in the game is between Jared, Izzy, Felicia, and Sari because these are the common people that appear in majority of Sari alliances. Those four people are a solidified alliance in itself. And they need to create a name for themselves because these are the people that are working, literally, they're working together in in making all these other alliances. Like, <clears throat> Felicia, um, Izzy, and Sari all know about the other, th- the other three alliances that Sari uh, um, mentioned in her diary because they're, they're a part of it. She's working. They're working with her. They're they they're a powerful alliance in themselves. Which brings me down to who I want to explain. Who I think is the MVP player of this episode, which is not just one. I want to mention that there are two MVP players this episode. Um, I want to list that. It's Sari, obviously, because she, I just named all the alliances that she's a part of. She's obviously an MVP player again for this episode because uh, this girl got a Rolodex of alliances that she's a part of playing, literally playing this house like she's playing poker or the game of chess. Um, there's so much strategy that she has. And in her strategy... Every week is revealed about a target that she has, and that person is targeted. But this episode, or you know, this week, it it shows her a little weakness, which brings up the fact to who I want to bring up. The next MVP player is the next MVP player is Cameron because Cameron is an underdog who's letting everyone know that he's not going to keep him on the block. Like, last episode, I was talking about how Cameron was playing and how he could have played a Johnny Matt game. He could have literally been the pawn that they could continue to keep using to put on the block. But no, he wasn't having it. (laughs) He won the competition, and he's becoming a major threat in this game now because he was not going to go down like that. He's bringing out Ceri's weakness because we aren't following her rule actually in this house because Cameron really isn't on that side with her, Izzy, and Felicia. Um, Cameron is working with Red and they are in Legend 25, which is a fake alliance that Ceri has that includes them. They're trying to be loyal to Legend 25. But at the end of the day, I the threat, who Ceri's biggest threat is Cam and Red. They're not on the block because he's a winning. He's the MVP this week. Who's on the block um, that Cameron decides to put on the block is Jag and Blue. And... It's simply because Jag is a competition threat towards um, Cameron and Ray and the seven and the Legend Twenty Five group that they supposedly both be in. They're trying to protect this group, 
and Jag is a threat to it. So he boldly tells Jag that he's going to put him on the block because of that competition threat. And the second person that's on the block up there with him is Blue, which he just, I don't think, came likes Blue. Um, and the way that Blue rubs herself off on people when they are HOH is like, you know, the way she talked to Heism could have been a, a reason that she could have been put on the block, you know, at any point because she just thinks that everyone has a problem with her. And I think that's what she thinks. She thinks that Cameron has a problem with her and now she's on the block. Um, She is a competition threat, though. She got pretty far in the competition, um, the power cooker competition. So, you know, Cam could have, you know, just put her up there because the fact that she got really far. So, she's a competitor. Um, and she's having this openly showmance with Jared. So, you're making yourself a threat, honey. Um, their nominations that's on the block right now. Cam makes it clear that Jag is his, is his target. So... It's looking like Jag. It's a possible threat. I mean, a possible chance that Jag could leave this week. And he's gone. Um, but Jag is someone who appears to be on the outs of the house. For, from the Not from the majority, but in my eyes, it seems like from the majority. He doesn't have much, many people that he's working with. He was loyal to the handful of lines that started the first week with Riley. And Raleigh was literally, like, going to be his final two if she stayed longer in the house. And because that she's gone, he seems to be by himself. I really would like him to work with someone else. But he doesn't seem to have that type of chemistry with anyone else that he had with Raleigh, which is kind of leaving him to look like he's ostracized. And he's just looking like a big threat that doesn't have anyone that he can really trust. So it's looking... To me, kind of sad for Jag right now. But who is definitely appearing to be on the outside of this majority of the house is Bowie Jane. Bowie Jane got play, man. Like, she got to play. She got to play. Like, she, she's only in now one alliance that I know of. And it's the Legend 25, which the fake alliance. But... Does she know what's going on? Like, does she think that the professors are still going on? Um, does she think that um, she's still in the bye-bye bitches? Like, what's happening with Bowie Jane? We don't know anything that's going on with her. I want to see some diary room sessions. There were some power moves that were made in this episode, though. And I'm going to list what happened. So, let's say, at the end of... The pressure cooker competition there was a major power move that was created by cam and directed towards america um the power move that was made was cam had made a deal with america um that he would keep her and corey safe if he allowed or let him win hoh it was a power move because america took it and he guaranteed it and solidified it by not putting her on the block. Kept America and Corey safe. That's a strong power move for America. 
Um, she's playing the game now because I see her. I, it, was, it, it was a while, but I'm glad that she stuck it out and made it to the second place to even be able to make that deal. She is a Stan fan to Big Brother and followed Big Brother for multiple, multiple seasons. Know about the pressure cooker competition. Made a deal in the competition and... Basically, it was a good deal that she created with Cameron. Cameron, um, he seems to me like he's playing an honest game. He's being straightforward with people. So, um, I didn't think that he would not keep that type of promise. Because he seems like he's going to be an honest player. Second power move that I want to mention that was presented in this episode was Red actually telling Cameron about Izzy's reaction to him winning the HOH. There was a lot of dialogue at the end of the episode that showed how uneasy Izzy was with Cameron's win. There's so many alliances that she didn't, I don't even think she was even sure or certain that she revealed her her feelings about that 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 winning through her non-verbals because like did she pay attention to who was in the room when she reacted to his win it was not in the excitement it seemed very dull and red saw that red told cameron about his reaction and has put the chillers on red alert um they have red flags waving because they really don't know if Izzy can be trusted. So she could be a possible backdoor. Who knows? When it comes to that veto day, we'll figure it out. Lastly, other power moves that is presented in this episode is literally the last one is to read multiple alliances. This is definitely a power move. Like, how much can you do? How many alliances can you make within a week? You know, that's a super power move to me. And this also makes Izzy and Felicia strong as well. Because they know about all of these alliances as well. Like, they just got this powerful power move as a group together. Three powerful moves made throughout this episode that made it really cool to watch, honestly. Um, and just something to think about, honestly, because of all these power moves, how is the game going to change afterwards? So let's talk these Twitter updates. This week, I don't have that much to talk about for Twitter updates because the Twitter updates majority of the week or this weekend has been about the pressure cooker. So there's not that much that I can talk about that has happened since. But I do want to lay out the fact that Jared told Blue that his mom is in the Big Brother house. So, what does that leave the strategy between him and his mom in the game? Who knows? I don't even think Blue really knows who exactly his mom is. Because I don't think he dropped any names. He just told the clue. But he is being so retarded. And this is jeopard going to jeopardize him and Sari's game. And Sari already don't like her. He doesn't like the fact that he is trying to have a showmance in the house while they're in the game. So this is a terrible thing. I think that is a terrible move on his behalf. And 
who knows what's going to happen after this. So what do we talk about in today's episode now that I'm finished talking about those quick Twitter updates? Today, we discussed all the new alliances that are appearing in the episodes that we see every day. There is an America and Corey showmance developing. The chillers is solidified between Red and Cam. Queen Suri is still reigning supreme when it comes to being in charge of so many different alliances and playing her cards. There are two MVP players in this episode, that being Suri and Cam, being the MVP players of this episode. And finally, our nominations for the week is Jag and Blue. Who will we see leave the house this week? I don't know. Will one of them come off the block? Who knows? Will there be a back door this week? Who knows? It's a possibility they could be a back door at any week with this group of people. But we'll see next time. Um, be sure to listen. Peace out. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Doctor's Notes Podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you found value in what you heard today, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. For more updates and Dots Castle content, follow me on my social media. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Dots Castle. If you have any questions, suggestions, or topics that you'd like to cover in future episodes, feel free to reach out to me via email at docscastlemediainfo at gmail.com. Remember, your support means the world to me, and I'm grateful to have you as a listener. But until next time, peace out.